0: Riviera Radio Business News.
1: Morning, Hank.
0: Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, actually. It's a bright day here in the UK. It has to be said. The sun is shining. I don't know how long it's going to last. They're talking about showers for the coronation, but we wait and see.
1: Oh dear, oh dear. We're talking about your coronation. You mentioned that the quiche. Apparently, uh, the, yes. the French experts are saying it can't be called a quiche. It's a tart.
0: Ooh. Oh, because I don't know. They
1: said the Been only a kind jealousy of already. A jealousy already. <laughs> they've insisted there's only one kind of quiche, and that is a quiche Lorraine, and it has to come <laughs> from Lorraine.
0: <laughs> Started already. See how this is going to play out.
1: <laughs> well, we'll move on to something a lot easier to talk about
0: the markets. empty yeah, markets selling off aggressively yesterday. U.S. economic data weakened, and U.S. regional banks came under renewed pressure. U.S. job openings fell and new orders for U.S. factory goods rose less than expected. Of course, with the expectation that central banks are close to concluding the hiking cycle, Bad economic news is once again seen as negative for market sentiment. Concern around the health of the mid-tier U.S. banks continues to play out even after J.P. Morgan rescued uh, First Republic. Investors worry about balance sheet strength, credit quality and deposit flight. So we saw, I think, pressure right across the sector yesterday. I think authorities will have to come up with some resolution to this to try and calm market nerves including increasing the guarantee around deposit levels. S&P 500, the close was down 1.2%, actually off the session lows, Nasdaq was down 1.1%. Bond markets, two-year Treasury yields fell below 4%. In commodities, uh, crude prices actually down quite a lot yesterday, down 5%. BP was one of the big losers, despite delivering $5 billion worth of profit in the first quarter. Investors were a little bit disappointed by its share buyback programme. Given that bit of recovery saw on Wall Street towards the end of the closing session, we are looking at a positive start on the European bourses this morning. Currently calling the euro stocks up 22 points, FTSE 100 in London up 28 points, DAX over in Frankfurt up 73 points.
1: And there's a Federal Reserve interest rate decision later.
0: Huge, huge, after instigating the steepest tightening cycle since the 1980s. Nine consecutive increases equating to 475 basis points since March 2022. Remember US rate's already at the highest level since May 2006. We forecast the hiking cycle will be concluded today with one more 25 basis point increase, after which we anticipate the central bank will maintain the policy rate of five to five and a quarter percent through the rest of this year. Whilst five percent inflation in March is still elevated remember that's still more than twice the target level, has fallen from a peak of 9.1% in June 2022. Price pressures have decelerated for nine straight months. We think that's a trend that will continue. In terms of labour markets, well, US employment data remained strong in March, the three-month average payroll gain remain robust at 345,000, led by gains in the service sector. However, in the second half of the year, we would expect payroll growth to slow and then turn native U.S. unemployment rate to rise above 4%. So I think you put that together, moderating inflation, cooling labour markets, slowing growth, should allow the FOMC to announce that policy is now sufficiently restrictive to return inflation back to its 2% target over time. So expect beyond that the committee to signal a pause for the June meeting, but with a hawkish tone, The committee indicating that additional policy firming could be implemented if required. And it's good numbers from Pfizer. Yeah, drug giant Pfizer first quarter profit and revenue actually beating analyst expectations. Its demand for its pandemic products persisted, even as they faced pressure amid waning demand. First quarter revenue came in at $18.3 billion, company maintained its full-year guidance market. I think we're pleased with that yesterday. Pfizer has faced a steep drop in demand for its COVID products. Remember that provided a half of its $100 billion worth of sales during the course of last year. and actually. Pfizer has been the worst performing big pharma stock during the course of this year. Company has vowed to step up products, launches to try and fill that gap, also announced a forty three billion dollar planned acquisition of cancer drug biotech firm CGEN earlier this year. Pfizer shares down twenty three percent year to date.
1: And the foreign exchanges, please, Hank.
0: Pound against dollar coming up to around 125 this morning. Euro dollar coming in at 110. You get one euro 13 cents for your British pound this morning. Well, enjoy the sunshine. I don't think it's going to last. (laughs) Showers for the coronation, but we wait to see. Okay, Hank Potts from Barclays. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Bye. Hank Potts from Barclays.